Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. With me, of course, is Andrew Erickson. It's Friday. It's week three, so it's time to talk some props. Who better to talk props with than the prop prophet himself, Mr. Big Pod Energy? Andrew and I are going to go through our five favorite prop bets of the week for the NFL. Week three is already upon us. Thursday night was a good night. Hopefully, you joined us on the live stream yesterday because Bogman and I nailed it. I even almost, Andrew, was so close. To the real score, I said 31-13, 30 to 12. Uh, so close, Andrew, so close, but they covered as we thought that they would yesterday. So again, join us every Monday, every Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Live here on the channel. Subscribe, click the bell to let goes ding, so you can join us for getting all of your bets in for the standalone games. And Andrew Erickson, today, on top of our prop bets we're going to do, we're also going to do some anytime touchdown scores, which you and I absolutely love. So I hope you brought some good ones for the people today. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. I think that that's actually one of the markets that I've had the most fun with so far this year, just from a betting perspective, you know, as someone that comes from a fantasy background, like you're always looking at, okay, who's getting red zone uses, like who's getting snaps, who's getting targets, end zone targets, targets inside the 10 yard line. And that translates. That was the reason we were on Jake Ferguson last week, because the guy led the NFL in red zone targets. And what do you know? He scored a touchdown. It just happened to be the first one. So that was a big hit for us last week because I know some of my other props did not do as well, but hopefully that's steady the bankroll because that was a longer shot prop. Yes, and uh, some good ones here. Some potential blowout games too, which could make things a little bit dicey, but also a few over games I think we're both looking at as well. It's funny, I didn't even look at what the Ferguson anytime touchdown prop was this week. I don't know if you did, but uh, it's plus 250 over at FanDuel it's, right it's now. It's probably so. still a good bet. Like, it's still probably a good bet to just keep making. Leading the league in red zone <laughs> targets at the tight end <laughs> position with eight. Just saying, Jake Ferguson. I did a TikTok about it this week. I don't know if you know that, Eric. So I'm famous on TikTok now. How does that make you feel? Jealous. 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 Intimidated. Yeah. I'm a TikTok influencer in my 40s. That's just what happens here. But again, we're going to kick things off here. Before we do, just a reminder, if you're watching the show, and I know you are because you're hearing me say these words, drop a comment below. Subscribe to the Betting Pros channel because when you do, you could win a James Cook Buffalo Bills autographed jersey signed by James Cook himself. There you have it. It's a beautiful thing. So go ahead and get that jersey. Again, comment, subscribe, click the bell so we can notify you if you're the big winner. And that's it. That's all you got to do. So Erickson, why don't you kick things off for week three for us? Let's talk props. What's first on the list for you to start betting on? Yep. So my favorite one this week is going to be Jalen Warren over two and a half reception. You get this at plus money over at BetMGM. So running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he has two and a half catches, four straight games. He's including four and a half per game over his last two this season. So Jalen Warren is the technically the number two running back on the Pittsburgh Steelers, but he's the preferred receiving back over Najee Harris. And I think that two and a half reception is just way too low. They're facing the Raiders this week. The Raiders lead the NFL in completion percentage allowed at 82% because they play this cover two shell. They always have their safeties back. And what does that mean? The tight ends and running backs just run wild underneath. If you look at just the teams that have faced the Raiders so far this year, whether it's their running backs and tight ends, it's all overs. In week one, it was Denver. All their running backs caught a bunch of passes. Last week, James Cook, super involved in the passing game, over, over, over. So Jalen Warren at two and a half receptions, where he's been over this in four straight games, dating back to last year, at plus money. Joe, come on, man. This is the this is my stone cold lock of the week. Jalen Warren over two and a half receptions. It's one of my favorite ones. Uh, actually, this morning, 
when I was looking for my favorite prop bets of the week before investing, uh, I saw this on the prop bet cheat sheet, which if you don't know what that is still, uh, what are you doing with your life? I'm questioning your life decisions, <laughs> but over on betting pros, either on bettingpros.com or on the app, you can go to the prop bet cheat sheet. It's going to show you automatically the best prop bets of the week versus the fantasy projections and then the best place to bet them. And I saw Jalen Warren, I think it was like the second or third one I saw. I was like, oh, well, that's great. Let's do that one. And then Andrew had it in the sheet already. So I was, I was slow <laughs> to the sheet today. What are you going to do? Things happen. But I've got one for you, Andrew Erickson. I know he only had four catches last week, but I'm ready for the four and a half and the over on Zay Flowers. Uh, he had nine receptions and 10 targets in that first outing. I think this is one where the more time this personnel has with the Todd Munkin offense, I do believe the better they're going to get. And I know Mark Andrews is back, but also Odell Beckham, obviously the health there is a problem. So Zay Flowers, I think has a real good opportunity. And I don't know if you guys realize this, but you're getting plus money, big time plus money on this, plus 130 over at Bet365. And this is why you use the Betting Pros app. This is why you make sure you sync your sports books so you can find these incredible values out there. Because right now, I was looking before on FanDuel, which is where I do a lot of my betting, and it wasn't there. So I went right to, of course, Betting Pros, and I found out there's Zay Flowers. Oh, look at that number. It's a beautiful thing. So give me Zay Flowers. Uh, I think he's going to get peppered with targets yet again. I think he's their best wide receiver by a country mile. I've been saying that for three months, though, and now everybody's starting to finally realize it. But... Vegas hasn't quite caught on yet. So give me Zay Flowers with the four and a half on the over. Again, that's a plus 130 at bet, 365. Andrew Erickson, what do you have next for the people? Yeah, so we'll just stay on the Zay Flowers train because I also like Zay Flowers oh. overs, except I like him with the receiving yards over 48 and a half receiving yards. So he's already hit this in both of his games played this year. So even when Mark Andrews came back last week, we saw less targets. He was still super productive because when he gets the ball in his hand, he's making plays. So he may not need a ton of targets potentially to go over this receiving yards prop at 48 and a half. Look, through two games, Flowers ranks fifth in the NFL with 31% target share. He's running around on 90% of the dropbacks. He's clearly the wide receiver one on the Baltimore Ravens. And the matchup this week, we're going to see some Flowers on Flowers crime this week, Joe. <laughs> Dallas Flowers for the Colts. I'm sorry, man. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be wow. ugly for him. The Colts have allowed the fourth most receiving yards and receptions to wide receivers this season. So Zay Flowers, even if he ends up, if he does not hit on that receptions prop, I think he's still going to go over the receiving yards because he's so explosive with the ball in his hand. And they're looking for ways to get him the ball, mm -hmm. designed right. looks. So, and he can pick up a lot of yards with his abilities. So and it's I not like, just the I'm screens. All, like, it's not just the oh, bubble yeah. screens. You saw last week what he's capable of doing. That, that big oh. catch he had, that is quintessential Zay Flowers at Boston College. Like, he used to make those plays all of the time. He can go downfield and get it. Uh, I know Derek and I have been talking about him a lot the first two weeks of the season on the uh, DFS show, which, by the way, you can also find here on our podcast feed. It's not on the YouTube channel. It's just on the BP feed uh, for the podcast on audio only. But, uh, again, he's underpriced, and I'm rostering him everywhere again because of everything Andrew and I are talking about. This is how you make investments in the week. You see it. If you like it in DFS, you should like it in the wagering market. You like it in the fantasy market. They all intertwine. That's what we're trying to do here for you. All right, so enough Zay Flowers love, at least for now. I'm sure we'll circle back next week and the week after. Let's do another one. And I know uh, my boy Debro loves this one too. Keenan Allen. Uh, I like him for two here. This game we've talked about on Monday. We've talked about yesterday when we had Joe Lisi on the program. If you missed that, go back and listen. But I don't see how this Charger-Minnesota game is underwhelming in terms of points. Therefore, uh, since neither of these defenses seems to be able to stop anybody from scoring, it will. Let's go take advantage of the man scheme 
that uh, Brian Flores continues to run out there. And let's take advantage of Keenan Allen. Six and a half receptions and 71 and a half receiving yards. I want to put these two things together. You can get them at minus 104. Uh, if you put them together, you can obviously get a plus number on that. So let's do that together. Caesars has this right now. Again, the minus 104 for each of them. So I would be looking... Uh, at this Keenan Allen prop here, because <clears throat> I do believe it's a Keenan Allen day. Now you could say Mike Williams is the guy who can really go up and beat man to man. And he can, but Mike Williams is always a tough investment because you just never know if he's going to finish a game. And that <laughs> is something that, and, and you know, we laugh about it. Like it's facetious, but it's not, it's not no, because right. I mean, the clip is terrifying in which he doesn't finish games. So I'm going to go make the investment in Keenan Allen instead Again, I don't think this total is a problem. I don't think either of these two uh, props together here for Keenan Allen are a problem. So I would just pair them together, get the plus money on them, and that's a very simple way to do it. Erickson, you in with me with Keenan Allen and this uh, big giant total that is still going to go into the 60s, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that just betting the overs on the Chargers, like that's the only way I feel confident like approaching the Chargers. Like, am I going to bet them to win the game? Like, am I going to bet them to cover? No, like that's been just a painful experience betting on the Chargers over the last two weeks. And the only time I could see it being profitable is just betting on the offense and just betting on yards. Like that's where they can deliver. And that's where they're going to come through. I think here again, especially against the Vikings horrible defense. All right, let's continue on here. And just remember when you're making your bets, make sure that you also join the NFL contest. So you can reap all the benefits of that because all you gotta do is make picks. That's it. Make picks five picks a week. 100 for the whole season, and just like that, you're eligible. So go to bettingpros.com slash NFL contest, or if you have the app, and I know you do, just drop down in the community tab and go click NFL contest and join and start betting against everybody and have some fun because the grand prize winner is going to get a JSN jersey. We're giving away BP swag, FP swag. We're also giving away uh, some upgrades for premium services at Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros. So make sure you get in on that as soon as possible and reap all the benefits of what we're trying to do here. We love the community of Betting Pros. We want to continue to grow that and we want you to be a part of it. So come make your picks, have some fun, it costs you nothing. And it's all upside, baby. That's where, I mean, come on. You're a betting person. Bet on this because it's all upside. You're, you're wrong with your picks, so what? You're right with your picks. Free stuff. Erickson, help the people win some free stuff. Yes. All right. So we're going to go here with, I'm going to stick with the Ravens. So Lamar Jackson, over seven and a half rushing attempts. So this is minus 125 over at BetMGM. So the seven and a half rushing attempts prop is, it, this is just a crazy low number. So he's hit the over in 10 of his last 14 games. So far this year, he's averaging nine rushing nine rushing attempts per game. He has 12 scrambles and six design runs. But five of those design runs came last week when we're starting to see this offense kind of come to form. So he's already scrambling a ton. The offensive play caller, Todd Munkin, is calling design runs, more design runs for Lamar Jackson because, oh, well, you don't have any healthy running backs. Like, yeah, like let's use Lamar Jackson more instead of just giving it to Gus Edwards. Justice Hill, we know, is also dealing with an injury. So I just think it's more rushing attempts for Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to see plenty of usage as a rusher. Again, this is a number he's consistently hit week in and week out. So over seven and a half rushing attempts, I feel like this is just like you're you're betting on other Ravens here and there. You're betting Ravens to cover the spread. You're betting on Zay Flowers. Just add that Lamar Jackson over seven and a half rushing attempts to, to a single game parlay. I like it in a lot of props. Love it. Love it. Let's continue on here with another guy I got my eye on in DFS. Uh, I think it's time to take the training wheels off of Javante Williams this week. Uh, why? Because uh, you have to at this point. Like the Denver Broncos are in must-win mode here. They're 0-2. They do not want to go 0-3. They've blown leads 
look, Javante Williams looks good. It's time to go past this number. I know last week it was at 12. I know he's on this pitch count. I think that pitch count disappears this week. 12 and a half is the number. You're getting plus money over on DK on this one. So for me, I think this is time to, hey, it's week three. We waited a couple weeks. We're going slow. We need him. We've got to figure out ways to get this guy the football. And I think he's going to go over 12 and a half attempts. I'm not saying it's going to be 20, but I think you're definitely going to be in that 14 to 15 range. I think that's just a necessity right now for the Denver Broncos to get back on track. This is not a good situation for them uh, <laughs> where they're going 0-2. Uh, I don't necessarily think they're going to not come out of this game 0-3. But at the same time, uh, the way that defense has given up leads here in the last two weeks, you got to run the football. You got to take some clock out of this equation and do your best here. So for me, especially with the plus money on Javante Williams, I'm all in. I know Derek and I are going to talk about it on the DFS show. We're recording right after this. Again, that's going to be on the podcast feed. Javante's in play this week. He's well-priced, but also this 12 and a half. I am in on plus money too. Let's go. Erickson, let's go back to you with another prop here for week three in the NFL. What do you have? Well, because I'm the lame one on this show. I'm always going to come with with the unders that seemingly never seem to hit because I'm uh, I'm the pessimistic one. I bet the Drake London under with you last week. I was holding your hand. I thought we'd get it two weeks in a row, but we didn't. So 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 the issue is I've been I've been taking unders on on too much talent, right? You know, too much talent. Not this time. No, Ezekiel Elliott under seven and a half receiving yards, minus one twenty over at BetMGM. Number one, Zeke is dust. So just going to get that out there. He's dust. He's not talented anymore. And last week, he ran a route on 90% of the dropbacks with zero targets. So this was very different from week one, where he had seven targets for like 10 yards. And I was just pulling my hair out watching this game as they continue to feed Zeke Elliott in the passing game for zero production. So they fixed the problem in week two. They just totally went away from him in the receiving game. But I don't think the books have necessarily caught up to that where like, oh, well, he had this one game where he had a lot of targets, had a lot of receptions. Like we can't just make it like half a reception of it putting his line. So right now the receiving line is seven and a half. His his reception line is actually one and a half. So I like the under on both of them, but I prefer the receiving yards because even if Zeke gets a screen pass, like I have zero confidence he's going to beat me in the open field like he's gonna pick up enough yardage to actually get over seven and a half receiving yards he could catch four passes and i still think he'd fall under seven and a half receiving yards because on this year elliot is averaging fewer than three yards per catch this season so i am just pounding the under on the seven and a half receiving yards again remember the patriots lead the nfl in passing attempts through two weeks that's because they've been spotting their opponents two touchdowns <laughs> and have had to go into full-on comeback mode in the second quarter that's not going to be the case against the New York Jets. At least I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to actually establish what they want to do on offense. Which I think is a little bit more balanced. They want to run the football. So Zeke, yeah, sure. He'll probably get some rushing attempts here or there, but there's no way I see him going over the seven and a half receiving yards. So I'm taking the under there on Ezekiel Elliott in a game that I'm going to watch, but I'm probably not going to be happy watching it. Oh, I'm going to watch it. I, I think any Patriot fan wants to watch them beat the Jets. And and if they lose, look, I'm going to be in a miserable mood at four o'clock if they <laughs> lose. I'm just, just putting that out there. But Zach Wilson's the gift that keeps on giving. So I'm just going to hope that he's a giver. He's going to keep giving the football over to the Patriots. By the way, the Patriots <laughs> down another corner. I don't know if you saw that today. So he's going to be out Who probably for the season. Who, uh, who's out? It was a Jones. I got to like, I just saw it come they have a across. lot of, they have a lot of Joneses. They have a lot of Jones. I don't know which ones it was Mr. Jones. It was one of the Joneses. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but, so is uh, it Marcus Jones? Yes. I know he it got was hurt. Marcus Jones. Yes. No, so he got Marcus hurt Jones. On, so he's going to be pro- They say only IR, but probably out for the year is, oh. is what we're hearing now. So there you go. So Travion Diggs out for the year. I mean, just 
Uh, everyone's just practicing too hard. That's what I'm saying. All right, let's get to that same game. I want to go on the other side. I'm going to go with the jet prop. So if I'm miserable, at least I can win some money here with Brees Hall. <laughs> Brees Hall was chirping. Brees Hall is saying, hey, give me the football. This is the only chance I'm interpreting Brees Hall for you. This is the only chance we have to win this football game is if you give me the football. Just give me the football, give me the football, give me the football. You know what? I think Brees Hall is right. I think Brees Hall is 100% right. So I'm going to go with you, Brees Hall. 45 and a half, the over. Uh, you're getting minus 115 over at MGM. Also, the eight and a half um, receptions, uh, receiving yards, excuse me, for him too, you can get. So that's a very small number, eight and a half receiving yards. So... Let's do this. Let's throw the ball to Brees Hall. Let's run the ball with Brees Hall. Minus 110, you're getting on the eight and a half uh, receiving yards number. Also a bet MGM. So this one just makes sense to me. So kind of like the Keenan Allen one, I'm going to invest in a player. So I'd bet them both separately and then put them together and get a plus number and put a smaller unit on that. I think that's just the way to go with these when you just are in on a player being a big part of a game, you might as well go all in on that. And I think Brees Hall, Keenan Allen, those are the two guys you really want to go all in on this week under those circumstances. So Erickson and I are both into this uh, Jets-Patriots game in terms of investment, into it in terms of excitement. That's another question. Uh, that might fall short. It's uh 1310. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm expecting. I'm expecting the under. I'm expecting, I mean, the, the weather's also supposed to be kind of like, iffy with some weird cyclone thing coming on the east coast so that should be oh it's raining all weekend it's gonna start raining tonight on friday night in jersey and it's gonna rain all the way through till monday afternoon from what i see so that's gonna be fantastic Uh, that means i get to stay home and watch college football i have to coach flag football on saturday if we get rained out so that's a plus that's a plus for me but anyway let's talk about some more plus things here uh, might not be plus money, but you have a good feeling about your last one here. What do you have for week three in the NFL? Go, Andrew. Yep, going back to the unders. Terry McLaurin under four and a half reception, so minus 136 over at FanDuel. So Terry McLaurin basically this year has totaled six catches for 55 yards through two games when you remove the one 30-yard touchdown he caught last week. Like, that's the one big play he's had all year long. Outside of that, six catches for 55 yards. He has a 14% target rate per route run. target share. So I just don't see him vacuuming up a ton of targets in this commander's offense. It's really kind of spread the ball out with Sam Howell as the quarterback. The Bills have a good secondary. Six fewest yards after the catch allowed. Fewer than 200 passing yards in both of their games this year. The commanders had one play of 20 plus yards against the Cardinals in week one. The Cardinals defense in a dome, they had one play of 20 plus yards. And a lot of Sam Howell's big plays last week were like screens. That guy just took like 30 yards to the house. So I'm betting on that not happening again against the Buffalo defense. Again, mentioned the weather. That's going to affect this game being played in Maryland and Washington. So I think that McLaurin under, I'm just kind of betting against the commander's passing game. And I think that because the weather has been in the minds of these teams, this is going to be a Brian Robinson game where they're like, we just want to load up Brian Robinson with as many carries as we can. We don't want this to be a shootout. We don't want Sam Howell to have to outduel Josh Allen because that's when mistakes happen and that's when turnovers happen. So I'm just kind of betting against the commander's passing game. And that starts with McLaurin under four and a half receptions. All right. Last one for me is Patrick Mahomes, but it might not be the way you think. I know everyone thinks they're going to blow the doors off the Chicago Bears and they should, but things haven't exactly gone to plan. I think for the Kansas City Chiefs so far, maybe you can blame Matt Nagy. Maybe you can blame the drops. I don't know. I could just blame Kadarius Tony, I guess, at the end of the day. But instead, I'm going to look for a different sort of prop because everything, everybody's on the passing stuff from Mahomes, and they they should be. 
But how about the rushing side for Patrick Mahomes? Can we take a little look at the game log so far this year, Andrew Erickson? Week one, 45 rushing yards against the Detroit Lions. Week two, 30 rushing yards against the Jacksonville Jaguars. This week against a terrible Chicago Bears defense. I don't see why he can't crush the number he's got. Andrew, that number is 17 and a half, minus 110 over a bet 365. Uh, this feels like a gimme to me. Like if you like the Chiefs to win this game with the 12 and a half or whatever number you're getting it at, you go ahead, you put the Chiefs, you put this Mahomes together, and I think those are two locks where you get it into plus money, and away we go. Let's go. I think this is one of the easiest ones out there, and I just want it. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take this one for Mahomes, and I'm going to stay away from, I think, what's going to be a very heavily bet Mahomes passing market, as it should be, because they got to get on track. But I don't think it's despite the fact that he's still going to get out there in space and make plays. We've seen Mahomes get out there, get out from the pocket, he could pick this up in two rushes, just getting flush from the pocket. So for me, this is a lock, my lock of the week. Everyone's looking at the passing props. I'm looking at the rushing for Patrick Mahomes. So give me the Kansas City Chiefs along with this one. And I think you can have a very nice little skinny parlay. I like the little skinny parlays. I don't want too many calories. That's what I want. All right. It's time to have some fun, Andrew. It's time to call some touchdowns. That's what we love to do here on the show. So you may begin, my friend. Let's look at an anytime touchdown call for week three. What do you have? Going to Monday Night Football, Los Angeles Rams. I'm going with Tyler Higby, tight end for the Los Angeles Rams. So Tyler Higby has a really good role in this offense. Third in the NFL in routes run, fourth in route participation among tight ends. He's just one of nine tight ends to play at least 90% of their team's red zone snaps this season. Last year, finished third in targets inside the 10-yard line. So the thing that's kind of being overlooked about this Rams offense, like they're running a lot of plays, they're throwing a lot of yards, they're dialing up a lot of passing attempts. They're not throwing passing touchdowns. Like that's the one thing. It's, it's all been going to Kyron Williams, basically. Like Kyron Williams has been putting the ball in the end zone. So if we see a scenario where we start to see some positive passing touchdown regression, we're going to see a Rams, one of these Rams receivers catch touchdown. Puka still hasn't caught a touchdown yet. I so know. maybe it's him that causes a touchdown. But the... The, the usage for Higby, specifically in the red zone, specifically how the team has leaned on him in the past in the red zone, Bengals have allowed a receiving touchdown to a tight end for two straight games. And given how slow the slow start for the Bengals, I think it's a chance that the Rams strike first. So I even like the first touchdown score on Monday Night Football to be Tyler Higby, which you can mm. get at plus 3,000. Like, I like Tyler Higby a lot in this particular matchup. Bengals allowing the 10th highest passing touchdown rate this season. I think that Stafford's going to throw more than one touchdown in this game. And I think that Higby's been his guy in the red zone. So for me, anytime touchdown call is going to be Tyler Higby. And I like sprinkling in that first touchdown because I think we could see the Rams strike first if there's no Joe Burrow um, or Joe Burrow is limited. I'd love to see Puka finally get a touchdown. I heard, by the way, he's having breakfast with Matthew Stafford. And that's the way to his heart. The man loves breakfast. So Cooper <laughs> Cup did this. Do you think if you and I had breakfast with Matthew Stafford, we that did. maybe we could catch some touchdowns? That'd be nice. That would be ideal. I mean, if that's all it takes, like it seems like I all mean, it takes, you know. What happens hey, at these breakfasts? Like I don't know, man. It's some serious stuff, man. There's some pancakes and some uh some some plays we need, we're gonna uh, review. We need to get, someone stuff. needs to talk to Calvin Johnson about this I mean, like, did he start did they start the breakfast assume. thing back in Detroit? Calvin was more of a brunch guy, I think. He's more of a brunch okay. guy. But look, let me tell you, man, uh Puka's got thirty five targets, twenty five receptions. I can't believe he doesn't have a touchdown yet. I mean, I I emphasize yeah. yet because yeah. with that kind of volume it's, it's just kind of crazy it hasn't happened. Uh all right. Speaking of volume, on my end here, we're going to go back to that that game with Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert slinging the football over the place. I went uh, extra credit here. I'm giving you two in the same game. TJ Hawkinson, plus 170, anytime touchdown score. 
It's beautiful. It's nearly two to one. I don't know what people are watching here. People are telling you that, you know, TJ Hawkinson comes to this year wasn't the number two tight end in all fantasy because he was. I know people got off that narrative. I did not. I'm on that narrative. I'm going to be on that narrative for the rest of the season. Uh, Jordan Addison's the other guy, too. Uh, eventually, you're going to try to double, triple cover Justin Jefferson, who, by the way, his touchdown number is minus. <laughs> so don't even look at it unless you're looking for multiples. But Jordan Addison has been that guy who gets free, gets loose when they're bracketing Justin Jefferson, and that guy can find the end zone too. His number is even better, plus 230 over on FanDuel. So both of these numbers on FanDuel, Addison plus 230, Hawkinson plus 170. Give me those two Vikings to score touchdowns. And what's going to be a game full of touchdowns this Sunday? Joe, Just Joe, yes, go if, ahead. If, if you're going to give two, I got to give two too. Okay. I, I want to give it another anytime. Is it 2-2 two, two Atwell or just a 2-2, two, two, no, like a second it's one? It's not 2-2 Atwell because okay. we've been talking about this game. I haven't given out a lot of picks for this Chargers-Vikings game. Here's my pick for anytime okay. touchdown. Let's go. Donald Parham Jr. Ah, so I Backup tight end, n- not last week. So Donald Parham Jr. outsnapped Gerald Everett in week two. So you're potentially looking at a potential starting tight end who's six foot eight that in week one had three targets. They were all inside the seven-yard line. He caught a touchdown in week one. His odds are plus 425. He's the starting tight end for the Chargers, and he's six foot eight. People, you can't miss him, and neither can Justin no. Herbert no. in the red zone. So I, I think Donald Parham Jr. for me as a long shot, especially first touchdown, plus 3,000. Again, I love these first touchdown props because they hit it right from the get-go, and you're just, and you're, and you're just on cloud nine you made the rest your of week. the game. You made your yeah, week. You made your week, so... I like Donald Parham Jr. a lot. He's a massive red zone role in the Chargers offense. And again, there's going to be touchdowns in this game. So who better than the six foot eight tight end that's now carving out a larger role on his offense? I noticed it Donald last Parham week Jr. too. I, I, I had the same observation you did about Parham, but that's a great call by you because uh, that's one that's uh, the dart throw, maybe even DFS too. Maybe got to get roster him, fade all the big tight ends, look for Donald Parham. Just getting that touchdown. He's the biggest tight end. Just give me that touchdown. Standpoint, six foot eight, it's baby. True. True, but from a price standpoint, very cheap. But the good thing is you catch a touchdown. You're a tight end one for the week. That's it. That's all you got to do. All you have to do is drop a comment below and subscribe to the channel here on YouTube of Betting Pros and you can win that James Cook jersey. Download the app. Use that prop bet cheat sheet. Use the prop bet analyzer. Make your bets smarter, not harder. That's what we're trying to do here. You could follow us too, bettingpros.com slash Joe slash Erickson. And uh, that's about it. Man, I can't believe this week flew by. So go enjoy week three, everybody. Go place your bets. Make some money. Have some fun. And we'll be back again on Monday to do it all again. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Andrew Erickson, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros Podcast. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash bettingpros.